Drinking responsibly, parenting haphazardly. We've got your weekly dose of mom tequila. So pour yourself a drink. And put dad on tiny human duty. This This is Moms Moms and Margs. Welcome back to Moms and Margs, and I am one of two hosts. My name is Kelsey. And I'm Whitney. And we are so excited to have our Tequila Tuesday today. It is Thanksgiving week. Yes. Um, so little Tequila Thanksgiving, I don't know, <laughs> throw some tequila in your life. Yeah. <laughs> so in a crazy honor- week. In honor of Thanksgiving week, we are having, we're sipping on our cranberry apple margaritas. It has cranberry juice, apple cider, a little bit of orange juice, some silver tequila, and we rimmed it. Mix it around. Yeah. Shake it. We rimmed it with some brown sugar, and it's really good. It's pretty refreshing. It's basically a Thanksgiving dinner drink. Besides the turkey. I don't know. Oh, yeah. There's no turkey in there. No turkey taste. It's but just you can refreshing. Have, it, it's a good um, thing that you could have with your Thanksgiving meal, though. Yeah. I feel like it would very complement the meal. Impress all of your right? cool aunts. Right? You could be – you'd say, hey, I have a really great margarita, and, and I'm going to make you yeah. for Thanksgiving. And then you Hello. win the whole Thanksgiving. Hello. Yeah, your answer <laughs> to love you. Um, Before we get into the episode, though – Actually, we would just love for you to do this. We would love for you to go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review, and leave us a sweet little note. We would love you forever for it. Say, yeah, and we are so thankful. Speaking of Thanksgiving, we are so, so thankful for everyone just listening to our podcast, all of our amazing followers yes. and everyone that's left us a review. Just it's Thank literally you so means much. the world to us. It does. Um, this is something me and Whitney have been, this podcast is something, it's a labor of love and Mm -hmm. we love hearing from you. Um, it means so much to us when you tell us that, you know, you heard this and you related to that or whatever. It's makes our whole entire day and it's the reason why we do this. this. Yeah. So thank you so much. Um, so we really wanted to talk about this topic. We've wanted to talk about it for a, for while. a while. Yeah. Um, and me and Whitney are both really passionate about it because mm-hmm. I feel like feel like I could say this. No, we yeah. have both have had a love-hate relationship with, with our, our bodies. bodies. Yeah. Um, especially after giving birth yes. and our postpartum bodies. And yes. you know, I'm sure a lot of people in listening, even if you're not a mom, have had love-hate mm-hmm. relationships with their bodies. In general, yeah. In general, you don't have to be a mom. Um and have gone through the ups and downs of just dieting or, or trying working to change out your body or just and trying general. to make a lifestyle change. Yeah. And it's so hard sometimes. And, you know, sometimes you go through these periods of life where you're like totally in it and you're mm-hmm. eating healthy and you're working out. And then there's sometimes you don't do mm-hmm. that. And, you know, and that's just, okay. And that's but okay. Today we're talking about how you know, society kind of pushes onto women that we should always want to change our bodies. And that's not okay. So today's episode, we are going to be talking to our friend, Christy. She is actually a registered dietitian and she just talks a lot about, she's so passionate about this as well. Mm-hmm. And she talks a lot about fad diets and loving your body. And again, how society just pressures us as women to quote unquote snap 
snap back or get our just be the perfect yeah body the perfect woman which doesn't exist because it's forever changing right mm-hmm. so we thought it would be amazing to have her on to talk with us and with you and today's episode title is called loving your postpartum body now don't get confused this is for all girls yeah just loving your body in general. So if you're not a mom yet, I highly suggest you listen anyway, or if you want to be a mom one day or whatever, I highly suggest you listen. I feel like the struggle is real yeah. for anyone. Women in general. So, yeah. um, and Chrissy has such great insight and, mm-hmm. um, she's the expert mm-hmm. in, in eating healthy, but in a, in a healthier way, if that makes sense. Like instead of taking out those fad diets and um, she gives such good tips. Like Mm -hmm. as she was talking, I literally was thinking it was just clicking in my brain. Like, wow. Like where has she Mm -hmm. been all my life and why I need more of this in my life. Um, And I'm, I'm just so excited for y'all to listen to her, um, her just insight because it's so good. So without further ado, grab your margarita and we'll fill you in. Yeah, let's go. All right, we are so excited to have Chrissy, who is a registered dietitian and also a fellow mom on Moms and Margs today. And she's going to talk more about loving your postpartum body. And we're just so excited to dive in and, and talk more with her. Hi, Chrissy. Hey, mamas. How Hi. are you? Great. <laughs> um, <laughs> So do you mind telling us a little bit about yourself? Yeah. So I am Chrissy Williams. I am a registered dietitian and nutrition coach, and I help women, especially mamas, learn how to feel their busy lives and feel their very best while eating the foods they love. Um, I'm also a wife and a mom of two little boys. Um, a wild three-year-old, and I just had my second baby in May, um, you know, during COVID. So that was interesting. Sure. <laughs> I, I, I bet. Oh, I'm my goodness. Sure. Um, and so you said you had two little boys. What, so you're a boy mama. Um, I am. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of mom would you say you are? Are you a crunchy mom? Are you or a modern mom? <laughs> Don't get it. Mom. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, that's a great question. And it's funny because, you know, people hear I'm a dietitian and then they automatically assume like, oh, you're super crunchy and you eat all organic, <laughs> don't you? And, and all that. And don't get me wrong. You know, I love whole foods as much as the next one. And I love <laughs> organic and the clean living, but Um, I like to joke and say I'm a modified crunchy mom because although I, (laughs) although I do value clean ish living, I also let my toddler eat candy and craft mac and cheese. So I love that. Yeah. Yeah. My daughter (laughs) just, I made some craft mac and cheese for tonight. I mean, she didn't eat it, but (laughs) maybe that's another episode we need to talk about like toddler eating. Um, (laughs) I'd love to. Yeah. Um, but how, so how did you discover, um, that the dietitian field and what makes you so passionate about it? I have, um, I have a few friends that are dietitians and I know that it takes a long time to get to become a dietitian too. So I'd love to just learn more about that. 
Yeah. Um, so it does, it's a big commitment. Like you can't just one day wake up and be like, I'm going to be a dietitian. <laughs> I will say yeah. it takes a lot of time. Um, it took me six years wow. from undergrad from until master's to, to finish. Wow. But anyway, yeah, I love it. Um, don't get me wrong. I, I would do it over again because I just love it so much, but um, okay, so there are multiple layers to how I became a dietitian and how I became so passionate about it. Um, but I will share just my biggest aha moment um, with you guys. So let's flash back to, <laughs> high, <I love laughs> to my it. high school days. My high school days was, you know, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, but um, I was a, a senior and I was in my high school drama play and that was like the cool thing to do. I don't know if drama is yeah, like cool I was totally or whatever. Drama. And, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't in know if school. it was cool either, to be honest, but I, I did it too. <laughs> yeah, no, I loved it. But anyway, so I was in the play and I wanted to so badly fit into this one like dress. It was a costume, mm. but I couldn't get the zipper up and I hated myself for it because I I just wanted to like look cute in it and just wear it I knew it would like be so great you know I don't know I just had my mindset on yeah. wearing it and I was so determined to lose like weight and I didn't even I was like pretty small at, to begin with so like I don't know I didn't have I didn't have to lose too too much but I, I was like I don't care I want to fit into it and I'll do whatever it takes and mm -hmm. so I didn't know any better and I guess I'm showing my age here, but I don't know if you guys know the special K diet, like the cereal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you guys remember, remember that? Do you guys remember that? Yay. I also did that in high school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it was awful. And like, so basically if you don't know it, um, you eat the special K cereal, like for all of your meals every <laughs> single day. And, and I mean, talk about like boring and, and awful. But anyway, yeah. I, was, <laughs> I was miserable and I felt like crap doing it. Like I had super low energy. I played field hockey. Like oh, I, God. you know, was confused. Yeah, it yeah. was, it was bad. And I was like starving, like literally starving, but um, I didn't even care. Cause like I did, I saw the, the number on the scale go down and I'm like, it's wow. working. I'm doing it. And I got obsessive over it for like a hot minute. And like, it was not good. Like, I would check the scale every day. And if it, if I wasn't seeing any movement, I would freak out. And anyway, it was bad. So, yeah, I, you know, what was I thinking? You know, I was right. 17 and I was just super naive and was like just following the first thing on TV that promised weight loss and special K was like all over TV. Like there wasn't social media really at the time. Right. Um, yeah. right? And so anyway, it ended terribly clearly. Um, and looking back, that was just too dangerous in like yeah. so many ways. Yeah. And had it not been for my parents to literally sit me down and be like, what are you doing? And like have the talk with me, like it probably would have led to a legit eating disorder. And, you know, unfortunately that is how many eating disorders start. Yeah. So, um, anyway, so that inspired me to really dig deeper and go into the nutri nutrition field and learn more and do better for not only myself, Self, but also to help other women and other yeah. young girls who feel like they're just like, feel that I don't know what to do. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So and that's my your, story. Yeah. And it affects your self-worth too during that time as well. Like being a teenager is hard enough, but having, you know, 
body issues or issues with your own body is a whole nother thing, especially as a teenager. Yeah, and totally. that special K diet. <laughs> oh my god. It was the worst, wasn't it, Chrissy? I used to do it too. Like it was so bad. It was and it didn't even taste good. No. Like it wasn't fun at all. Yeah. No, no it was I used awful. to get the chocolate one thinking I was gonna have like <laughs> oh some God. sort of sweet treat while on a diet. And the chocolate was like chalk, was it not? It was so <laughs> disgusting. Oh, um, especially really they made was... a lot of money off of that they one. I know. <laughs> wow. But that is like a that is like a prime example of like a fad diet yeah, that yeah. should just go away forever. Yeah. Yep. So um, as you know, we have a ton of listeners that are moms, but we also have some listeners that may not necessarily be mothers yet or ever. Um, Can you explain some of the things that can happen to a woman's body after giving birth that may not be properly normalized by society? Oh boy, this is (laughs) such a big question. (laughs) I'm sure sure you guys have lots to add here too. Totally. Um, but you know, I, I want to preface by saying, I don't want to do derail anyone from like trying, who's trying to have a baby for the first time because it's beautiful. Right. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, so in reality, we know pregnancy, like you're going to gain a lot of weight mm-hmm. and, you know, depending on your size, it can vary. So that from the get-go like some women can take that number and like really go hard with it and dwell on it and it's just like oh my god it just and no one talks about that right Um, I I remember remember, yeah I was just about to say I remember um I didn't want to look at the scale like when I went to the doctors I'd be like yeah just don't tell me I told them that too I was like please stop telling me please (laughs) yeah and I wish I wish more doctors and like you know pregnant moms can even like know that that's an option because Mm -hmm. it is ever and for me I didn't care so I just did it um but I remember you know one of the nurses were like oh you know you're gaining x amount of weight so far like I think that's a little much and this was in my first pregnancy and I'm like what (laughs) yeah and I'm like are you kidding me but anyway I know we're going down like a spiral but that's you know we're gonna gain you're gonna gain weight that's the obvious truth. Mm-hmm. And, and it's um, okay. Yeah. And it's okay. Yeah. And the number is going to vary for every single person, yes. like, you know, and pregnancy. We, yeah, exactly. So that's the first thing, um, you know, that they kind of don't really talk about. And the fact that like a nurse even told me like, was like warning me about it. I was like, what are you talking about? But anyway, yeah. I didn't, I was just like, oh, okay. But uh, some other people, they could take it as like, Oh, oh my God. They could spiral from that. Literally. Mm-hmm. They could be yeah. so sensitive to that. Yeah. Especially if they are someone that is, you know, struggling has, with that. Yeah. Has, yeah. I yeah. I struggled with that so much. I remember I actually cried the first time a nurse um, oh. asked me if I wanted to know my weight. I cried from joy. Like, thank you so much for asking me. And it wasn't even, it was after, yeah, it was after I had already had, um, my daughter, I had went to like an OB appointment and she was like, do you want to know? Like, you don't have to. And I was like, thank you so much for asking because people don't, people don't think about that. Like they're just so Mm -hmm. used to getting people in and out of there and just blurting out numbers. Like a lot of those numbers can be really triggering for people. Just, I mean, depending on the person, of course, but our sensitivity are so different so um yeah. I think that's such a great point to make it's so normal to gain weight it's so normal 
you're, yeah. you're bringing a baby. Right. A literal <laughs> human. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And everyone is just, like, we keep just preaching. It's like, everyone's different and yeah. like, okay. So then you gain the weight. Right. And then you mm-hmm. have your baby and then you start losing weight. And that's a whole nother thing. Like Kelsey, you can have your baby and you yeah. could look, you could lose X amount. And like, I would lose completely different number. And Whitney, right. you would do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you, that's another thing they don't talk about yeah. because then you're following like these, you know, moms that are, or maybe like on the same pregnancy journey with you or something. Mm-hmm. And then they lose their weight in like a month. Sure. Right. Yeah. And it doesn't yeah. even look like a baby touched them. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. And like some have like their flat tummies, yeah. um, just like intact and like, I know I have, you know, I didn't have that. And everyone's body's different. Like some have the stretch marks and, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't want to call it like flab, but I guess that's like the term. I used to call it it like some, um, what was it? I told Matt, my husband, I was like, I feel like I'm just like a little bit (laughs) marshmallowy, like (laughs) everybody just a little extra fluff, (laughs) you know? The mom, pouch. right? <laughs> yeah, but it's but it's so true. And like, you know, I again, I was totally like ignorant when I had my first baby. Like, I had no idea what to expect. I was like, oh, well, I'll get maybe a couple stretch marks. But like, right? no point, Kelsey. I didn't know I was going to yeah. be like a marshmallow. And <laughs> right. like, not, it's like your body completely changes. Um, right. and that's. And they don't talk about it. And then you go through it. And then as a new mom, you're going through all these changes already, like trying to have a beat, you know, trying to take care of your new baby and whatnot in your new normal. And you have like this like new body Mm -hmm. um, to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can go on and on on your, your boobs. I mean, let's talk about that for a minute. Oh my my gosh. Your boobs are never the same. No, let's talk about it for a minute. Okay. No. Oh God. I'm, I'm so so passionate. She almost threw her margarita. Y'all nobody tells you that your nipple size. Can you just tell the story? Nobody tells you that your nipple size can expand. No one told me that. No oh one. <laughs> Wait, you have to tell the story, and I Whitney. And I didn't know it can happen with some and not others. Anyway, so I... <laughs> I'm laughing because this is like the best story. I cannot oh. wait. No, so <laughs> I was newly pregnant, of course, and my body was changing. And I just started noticing like my nipple size, it seemed to get bigger. And I was like, what is going on? Like... Anyway, so I was looking in the mirror, I was in my bathroom, and my husband was <laughs> laying in bed, and I come out, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm telling him, like, what the heck is going on? And he's like, oh my God, <laughs> the hand, what happened? And I just, like, felt, you know, you're so, that first oh or second trimester, you're so emotional. Yeah. I just <laughs> fell to the floor crying because I had convinced myself like oh it's not even that noticeable I'm gonna ask him and he's gonna make me feel so much better about it and he just straight up was like holy shit and they're here oh my gosh you I just like thing. fell to the floor crying and he was like no 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 no. they're just they're like it's they're not that much bigger they were just different and I was like 
Okay. <laughs> That's fine. Whatever. He anyway. tried to cover it up. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, and then he did he did another thing. I didn't think I thought I had, you know, like you, Chrissy, I thought I was gonna get a little bit of stretch marks. Um, I had noticed some on my sides and I was like, Oh, thank God, I don't have like the stretch marks on my stomach. Yay, so glad, you know, whatever. And then I had um like held my phone camera down to my lower stomach oh my god why would you ever do that I I was like looking over my stomach you know you know what I mean like a mountain (laughs) anyway you were looking like under the mountain like on the other side of the hill right right so I looked and I I yeah and I saw these stretch marks and I was like are you kidding me no one told me I had stretch marks and I went to my husband and I was like you didn't tell me I had stretch marks and he was like well I just I I didn't think you wanted to know or I I thought you knew I'm I'm sorry and I was like so you you've been looking at them this whole time and like nobody told me like no that's fine like it's totally normal like literally that's fine like you're okay so I had to the hardest way possible all of these changes happening to me and I'm like my world is ending and literally it happens <laughs> it happens to almost everyone and if it everyone happen, if it yeah. doesn't happen then that's wonderful but uh, the majority of us like it happens and yeah it's so normal when you're a new mom, like going through it, like you hear about it in like bits and pieces, but you don't really know. The nitty gritty. Yeah, the nitty gritty, exactly. And it's just, it's just wild. But yeah, so this is a big question and, and super important to me because this is what really inspired me to work with postpartum moms, especially. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so we like we just mentioned society we're we're feeling all the pressures, right? From all really? the different media channels that we have, but mm-hmm. um you know, before that, you also have to think about let's think about like being a new mom for like the first time and you're you're putting so much pressure on yourself. Like I know when when I was like pregnant and going through it, I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is great. I love my pregnant body, but I mm-hmm. will get my body back." Like I'm I'm going to jump back. And that's because you see other, and like I was thinking about, I'm like, why was I like so hard on myself? Yeah. Trying Like, why am I putting so much pressure on myself? And it was honestly, because that's what society just makes you do. Like, that's Mm -hmm. what this whole diet culture is like, oh, in order for you to be happy, like you need to lose the weight again and you need to look like this and you need to be a size this. And yeah. If not, like you will not be happy. And the one thing I will add to is like, okay, so you have all these changes, right? And like going back to like culture and then, you know, you put your baby down for like what the two hours that he he or she sleeps for that Mm -hmm. hot, you know, that little time you have for yourself. And then you're like, I'm going to go check my phone and um, social media or even just like watch, you know, Bravo, whatever it is. And then you see all of these like advertisements or you see like these new moms or like, you know, these like quote unquote beautiful fit moms that are like tight all over and like full of makeup looking super fresh with like, you know, a full night's sleep, like definitely not us, not me. And, and like a flat tummy with like no stretch marks, nothing, none of the marshmallow. And you're like, what? (laughs) What is wrong? It's like, what is wrong with me? Right? Yes. Um, Yeah. So it's crazy that you say that because Kylie Jenner actually had her daughter 
a, a few months after I had Bristol and I was like, oh my goodness, like, I'm so excited to see like her be so honest and open about, you know, her postpartum journey because I had just had Bristol and I was like, oh my God, I need somebody that's like beautiful and famous to like show the real part. And I was thinking like, there's no way that she's going to hide this. And what did she do? You had such high expectations. I did. Well, I loved her. (laughs) And then of course, as soon as she had her child she would literally said like on the show how ashamed she was of her body and like just you could tell by the picture the photographs and like it's not realistic like why can't you if you're gonna get something done like that's fine Mm -hmm. that's great Mm -hmm. but like why don't you normalize it and say like hey I just really didn't like my body but like that's okay I did something about it you don't have to you're beautiful the way you are like I was just really disappointed that literally none of them even talked about that yeah like especially because of the heavy 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 influence they have over Mm -hmm. so many women across the country and now mothers because they are moms you know they gotta get that fit tea right the flat (laughs) tummy tea bullshit oh man they gotta get their their coin right their flat tummy tea Uh, yeah just the society (laughs) as a whole like just doesn't normalize the completely normal things that happen and it's just super disappointing right like yeah, it's Definitely. it's frustrating for for sure, and and as like a new mom too, you know, you're going up and you're going up and down with your hormones mm-hmm. and your emotions, like trying to like just cope and absorb like what this huge change in your life, and then you have, like you said, you see other people that were going through the journey with you and now like oh how do you look so great like I think Kylie Jenner like posted a picture like in a bikini like shortly after something right like I vaguely remember that and I even I was like what and I'm typical so disappointing yeah it's really sad like and and I agree Whitney if sorry no go ahead (laughs) no go ahead no so like I and you know I will just say if you want to get things done like dude, go for it. Do you, but be, yeah, be honest. Be honest. Like Mm -hmm. that's fine. You know, that's totally fine. If you want to do that, let's normalize that too. Like, but it's just so disappointing because they have this incredible moment to be human. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, And to just make such an impact on so many people's lives but instead they choose the latter and it's just super disappointing I think that totally leads us into a set great setup for our next question (laughs) um so what is your opinion about society as a whole pressuring moms to snap back like Miss Kylie Jenner Mm -hmm. or anyone under the sun um after giving birth we're dealing so much with like moms, whether you're like a new mom or not, like you're going through it, like with mm-hmm. their baby, right? Gosh, like, yeah. and, you know, keeping up with like trying to keep up with household chores. And then, mm-hmm. you know, if you have a spouse, like you somehow you have to try to fit them into, into your right, life, into right? your new life, right? Yeah. There's just so much going on. And, you know, we're already dealing with the different emotions and, the last thing we need is to feel bad about not looking a certain way. And unfortunately that is what they, that is what society portrays, you know? Um, I feel like I've I've, I've, like talked about this on my Instagram before and I've definitely written 
about this before, but I hate like literally the passion, those before <laughs> pictures of a woman being pregnant and the after picture is, is her being like skinny and fit. Yeah, like what And I'm thinking? like, why is the before you being pregnant though? Yeah. Like it doesn't, it's wild. It, it doesn't make any sense to me because like you can be proud of the body that you're, you're in of course. Right. And like the progress that you've made to mm-hmm. like, absolutely mm-hmm. because you've probably worked so hard for for and that it, body you have every right to show it off of right. course but like right. why are we normalizing that like comparing your fit you're <laughs> pregnant your pregnant self with a freaking seven pound baby in your belly yeah. like that doesn't make any sense to me um so I had I just had to say that because that was like something that I this snap back of like oh look oh, at how yeah. I snapped back at but the before was me being <laughs> pregnant Right. Um, I, but there's so much here. Like, I'm super passionate about this too, I, Chrissy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And yes. I, I love it. I remember like the first time actually when I um, you know, after postpartum, like the first, you know, that fourth trimester when mm-hmm. you're like, this is my new body and you're breastfeeding mm-hmm. and you're like trying mm-hmm. to figure out, you know, like you said, life out and all of that. I I realized that. I never really appreciated my body for what yeah. it was when yes. I for just what it was. And then I'd always wish for a different body, like my mm-hmm. entire life, even mm-hmm. like when I look back on pictures of like me at my fittest moments, you those moments, satisfied. I never was satisfied from, with my body mm-hmm. ever. And I would always think like, oh my God, I'm not sick enough. But when I look back on those photos, I'm like, oh my God, I was so fit. Like what yeah. the fuck was wrong with me? Yeah. Society, yeah. It's society pushing but this image on us, right? Exactly. Like that, like right there, Kelsey is like a hundred percent diet culture. Like they it totally program is. it into our brains. Like basically the second we come out of the womb and it's so yeah. sad, like, it is. like postpartum bodies, like if anything, you should be like posting a postpartum body like on a freaking billboard or whatever, because they, you know, that's a freaking miracle. Like we just grew a human life. Like, and you know, and, and then if you're, if you're nursing or pumping or whatever, like then you're able to nourish a baby, like you're nourishing life. Like that's feed and nourish that baby. That's wild. Like, anyway, yeah, I I can go on and on about it, but (laughs) it, it, it is frustrating for sure. It is. Well, right freshly postpartum for me, I hated my postpartum body. Like, you know, I was stuck with this new body. I didn't recognize that was really hard for me. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. um, I, I just didn't know who or what my body was. It was super duper hard for me. And I struggled so much with all of these fad diets and starvation and just like teetering on old, you know, eating disorder habits. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it, it, that's a, that's a very fine line to dance with. And I just remember, you know, I, I did some pretty mean stuff to my body. And I remember just looking in the mirror and like, how, how much longer are you going to be dissatisfied? Like, why oh. can't you just be thankful for what your mm-hmm. body did for you? And, and like, let's love it. And like, let's, fucking move on you know what I yeah mean? Like, you should be proud for, about you know you should be proud of your body but you can't you can't 
or it's, I should say it's not healthy to aspire to have something else or like a new look. If you don't already love the body that you're in, you need to appreciate it for what it is. And I just had to take a, literally had to take a good look in the mirror and just say like, we need to love her, you know? And before we can even move forward. And that's something that society doesn't teach us whatsoever mm-hmm. yeah. at all. We're, and like you, like you mm-hmm. said, Kelsey, we're constantly chasing something else because we're never satisfied with right. our bodies because like you said, Chrissy, it's literally programmed um, into our brains the moment mm-hmm. that we're born. But yeah, while we're on the subject do you think fitness gurus and diet culture as a whole take advantage of new mothers specifically? Ah, uh, okay. So, <laughs> well, let me let me just say this first. Um, I, you know, I obviously support fitness and just movement in general, like moving your body, because obviously there are tons of health benefits and it makes you feel better. Totally. Yeah. But yeah, but I do agree that there is a fine line between promoting physical activity for overall well-being versus pushing physical activity as a necessity for weight loss and and sending that message that like we say weight loss, you know, equals happiness, quote unquote. Right. And you know, unfortunately diet culture is sending that message to everyone like we've said and you know, not just moms, but everyone, but new moms are super vulnerable. Like I said, like they're, we're, they're trying to get used to this new normal. They have all these hormones going up mm-hmm. and down, like they're emotional, unstable. Um, and they're trying to find their own balance and happiness and confidence, you know, with, yeah. with their new bodies that, you know, their postpartum bodies. And they're looking for anything that would make them feel better. Right. I mean, I know I was, um, also, and so, yeah, I do think that, you know, diet culture as a whole does take advantage to that, like to that population because it's such a vulnerable, um, state that they're in. Yeah. Vulnerability. Yeah. The vulnerability, um, is definitely an easy target, right? we're stuck with these new bodies that we don't recognize and in such a vulnerable, insecure state. Well, for most, you know, it's, it's a shame. It's Mm -hmm. a shame to see a lot of, um, you know, a lot of women go through that, through that shame and guilt and just want of something different. It's so, it's terrible. I I feel like I have to say this, but (laughs) you know, I think the, the most annoying part about it, honestly, like, moms just are looking for support, right? You know, they're looking for a friend to talk to, or, you know, just like that kind of camaraderie, camaraderie, that's a hard Mm -hmm. word to say. But and, you know, sometimes like these fitness gurus, or, you know, these people who are trying to sell them a specific thing, you know, and like promising these um, results, you know, results. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Sorry. Um, results. And they're, they're like, Oh yeah, do X, Y, Z, you know, mm-hmm. drink this tea, right. Mm-hmm. Or like take these supplements or like cut out certain things, X, Y, Z from your diet. And mm-hmm. you're going to, you're going to be great. And a lot of the time, I'm not going to say all of them, but a lot of the time, these fitness gurus or whoever, these, you know, influencers that are pushing these things are not credentialed like medical professionals. So talk about like unhealthy eating patterns and, you know, health, you know, it's just crazy because it could just go 
wrong in right. so many ways and with it's really dangerous fancy yeah right? exactly mm-hmm. exactly I can't tell you how many times I've gotten on Pinterest and searched for like quick at home workout you know or whatever mm-hmm. and in the title of the workout um icon or whatever it is it says get rid of that mom bod or mom oh, yeah ouch gone or do this and you'll have your body back like stuff like that why is that necessary like I I just want to work out I just, literally <laughs> why are you targeting these women I just want to work out why do you have to remind me that I'm not yeah. supposed to be happy in the body I'm in why does it have to be like that why can't it just be you know I want to move my body for my, my health, literally just my health. Yeah. Because it makes you happy or you like the feeling afterwards. Exactly. And, oh, you know, the worst part is like, you know, when they say like, get your body back and it's Mm -hmm. like, dude, your body never went anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, Like it's been with you this entire time and you just have to adapt to this new normal. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. I love that. Adapt. That's why I literally, it just popped in my bed. Like, your this is maybe your new normal mm-hmm. of like this mm-hmm. is and like if you want to change it great but yeah. do it in a healthy way yeah. um oh my gosh since we're on the subject um <laughs> and I know that you're a registered dietitian who advocates for moms which we absolutely love is there any advice you'd give to mothers who are looking to healthily heal we're <laughs> 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 looking to healthily heal their bodies after giving birth Yeah. So the first and most important thing I will, I always say is to give yourself grace, like all the grace, because right. Like you just went through like nine, 10 months of like making a human. Yeah. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I say that to myself, like literally every day. Yeah. Daughter is almost three. Like I say it all the time. Yeah. (laughs) It's still, it's still like true. No matter if it's like, one day postpartum or like three years postpartum, like you need to give yourself grace because you, you, we went through a lot to make these little humans that turn our lives upside down and our bodies have changed. Like that's, that's it. Like that's period. Um, you know, when you, and think about when you first found out you're pregnant, right. You, um, did you wake up a week later and like see a huge belly? No. Like it took nine, 10 months for your body to change that way. And it could take that much time or even longer for it to like do a complete change again. And that's okay. Like it, you know, like give yourself time. Like you don't need to put so much pressure on yourself to lose it, to lose weight period. Um, But if you want to lose weight, you, you should do it in a healthy way so that not only is it safe, but you're also, um, making it like sustainable, like long-term versus like all this up and down. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about it realistically though. Like we don't, I feel like society as a whole doesn't understand that when a woman gives birth, her body literally is in shock, you know, yeah, hormones are, you know, way up high and then they drop completely off. It's literally such a shock physically and emotionally. Why, why are we pushing this narrative that you need to not even look like you just had a baby or that your body Mm -hmm. didn't go through shock? Why are we not normalizing like 
hey, it's probably going to take your body at least a year to completely heal just from having a baby. That doesn't include your mind healing from that, you know, like, and some Mm -hmm. women have PTSD from their, from, you know, giving birth. Like that's, (laughs) yes, you know, but like, (laughs) it's, it's such a, it's such a sad narrative that is pushed over and over again, that we're not even supposed to look like we even carried a literal human fucking being (laughs) in our body, right? Yeah, no, for sure. So it's so important to make sure you're getting the right help. Like, you know, if you need to see a dietitian or you want to see your doctor, um, don't go to the internet and like, you know, on Pinterest, you know, and like look for, yeah, Dr. Google and look for like, you know, a sample meal plan or whatever um, because- that's just not the way to go. It's not a one size fits all, right? No, exactly. Yes. It's not cookie cutter. And I love cookies. So I always say that. (laughs) Love me some cookies. That's so funny. (laughs) So how can you recognize a diet fad or what are some of the warning signs a diet actually is not a healthy one to do? Oh my gosh. I love this question. Um, What I always say is, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Um, like if it's like promising you like, oh, you're going to use 10 pounds in three days. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. It's like, oh, it just sounds easy. All I have to do is like drink this lemon water for like a month. No way. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <That'd> be miserable. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Yeah. Oh, this special K. Only eat uh, special yeah. K for all your meals, and you're you're gonna feel great. Yeah. So that's a, exactly that's the that's that's what I always say first. And the second thing I'll say is, you know, I'll tell my clients or anyone who reaches out to me, like, hey, how what how do you feel about this diet? I'm looking to start it. You know, I'll say, okay, well, before you start it, just ask yourself these three questions. And the first is. Does it fit within your lifestyle? So like, if you like to go out to eat, can you still go out to eat? And if you like to drink margaritas, are you going to be able to still drink your margaritas? You know, like, can you still fit? um, Can you still fit that diet while doing all the things you love? So that's the first question. Um, The second is, do you feel like you could follow it forever? Honestly. Mm -hmm. And the third is, does it just make you happy and genuinely excited to do it. Yeah. And if you can't answer a com- like an actual yes, or if you have to second guess and like think about any of those questions, then it's probably best that you just keep it moving because you're only setting yourself up for failure. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I think yeah. it's super important. It, it's so not realistic to plan your entire lifestyle around a diet, right? You can make, Mm -hmm. you know, lifestyle, healthy lifestyle changes, but changing your entire self around a diet, just feels so unhealthy to me. I really love those three questions because some, I feel like I've definitely, I mean, everyone's done some crazy diets. I feel like me too. And I feel like though, the thing I can say about those diets is like, I'm not still on those diets because (laughs) they're not, they're not something I can hold true to for the rest of my life. Like Mm -mm. I can't not eat, I don't know, candy. I love (laughs) or cookies. Like I love dessert, you know, or like drink a margarita. Like those are things like 
I love those three questions because I think that will keep you true and honest to yourself. It keeps you it realistic. Yeah. And can this really fit into my lifestyle? And I think that's like something I have discovered a lot of the times when you think about eating is, mm-hmm. is it something that could just be a lifestyle and you feel good about mm-hmm. for, for do, for not eating these things the rest of your life or mm-hmm. eating these things the rest of your life. Right. Yeah. Um, but I always get past the like, well, I don't have to always do it the rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's where the, like the diet culture comes in. It's like, well, you know, I only, can, I only need to do it for like X amount of days or, you know, like I used to do the 17 day diet all the time. I don't know if Chrissy knows about that one. Do you know? I don't Wait, know. I don't know what um, that one is. I, I, it's, it's, it's literally like, I literally feel it's like the keto diet. Like uh, it's all kind of the same thing, which just, okay. you, cut out you know something what I mean? Major. Like you don't need, you just basically don't eat carbs and mm. like it's seven, it takes 17 days and like, have you heard of oh, the three-day military diet? Yes, I have heard I've of that I've done that one. one so many times. And it's in like high school. In to- high school. You eat like a piece of toast in the morning. Yeah. And then like- oh, my gosh. Yeah. I have well, heard of that one. You know, so what I – okay, so I also have to say, like, because I feel like, you know, your listeners might portray something. So let me just say that diet, any diet, if done correctly and, like, consistently, most likely will work. So like, hear me say that, like, I'm never, you know, whatever. But the the problem is that, okay, after you get to like that finish line, right, you know, you're gonna what go back to eating how you were. And then most likely you what happens like you gain the weight back, if not more. Yeah. And then you're like, really, your metabolism goes into like shock Mm -hmm. and doesn't know what to do. And then it so then the next time you try like dieting in some restrictive way, again, your body is not going to react as effectively. And then, you know, usually it's going to be harder the next time to like lose all that weight. Like, you know, it's not going to be as easy as the first time or the third or the fourth or whatever. And it's just like an ongoing terrible cycle. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's and, a good point. I've yeah. never thought about that. Like the, I've, oh, really? I've, I've like never even known that, like mm-hmm. that would have saved me a lot of, <laughs> a lot of heartache. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, I was like- going to say, can we freaking talk about how if my husband's like, oh, I'm going to eat healthy. He loses like 10 pounds. Right. Like, oh gosh. Yeah. Well guys. And I'm so like, I'm here, like, oh, I'm like, I've been on this diet for a month <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I gained weight. Like what happened? I know it's crazy, right? Well, our body, you know, obviously our, our bodies are just genetically made up differently that like women and men are different and, you know, men just naturally have quicker metabolisms. So they will respond. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Typically they'll respond to, to things sooner than us. Um, but we don't forget, like we can make the babies. Like we are like the badass. We're like the, yeah, Yeah. we're the best. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're, we're the best. Superior. Uh, I can't wait for my husband to listen to this. He's like, <laughs> he's like what the hell? <laughs> um, yeah, but but anyway, so Kelsey, you made like a great point earlier, and it like sparked me to like pull something up because I think you mentioned like I forget exactly what you said, but you said like, oh, you've tried this diet, and then you tried oh, yeah. so like so many different diets, right? And then. Yeah. Um, oh, you said that you're not, 
you've tried so many different diets, but you're not on any of them anymore. Right. 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 So I actually tweeted and like I posted on Instagram a couple of weeks ago. Um, I'm just going to read it to you. The U.S. fad dieting industry is worth a record today of $72 billion. So they make more money as more of their consumers continue to fail. Wow. Yeah. So I, when I looked that up, I was like, it was like mind blowing. So basically this means that they attract consumers to buy into a specific fad diet knowing that they're most likely going to fail. And then once they fail, they're going to try. They know. Yes. The consumer will come back and just try again and again and again. So it's, it further pushes that narrative of never being accepting of the body that you have, like always wanting Mm -hmm. to have something different. Like how crazy is that? I'm so glad you brought up that tweet, Chrissy. Your Twitter is so awesome. (laughs) Thank you. Billion dollars, right? like isn't wild. What? Like what? That's probably yeah. not even. That's probably like a lower number. Let's be honest. Like that's probably, you know, an av- a very low average. I can imagine that number being. Oh yeah. So much higher, like an accurate higher, higher, higher number. Yeah. Yeah. That's no. So much money. <laughs> <laughs> Like, imagine, like, oh, my God. Anyway, but it's actually thinking it's really sad if you, like, really think about it. Like, these people, you know, like moms who are just, like, looking for hope. Honestly, it's so sad because I just want, like, you know, this promised happiness that you get when you are, quote, unquote, skinny or, like, way less. Like, why? Why? You know, that's totally so what resources do you recommend for those women that want to ease to ease into healthy eating? What's a good place for her to start or even me to start? Because, <laughs> um, yeah, because I feel like I told, like I said, I've gone through lots of different Same. diets and like try this, try that. But what's the mm-hmm. best place and resources? Yeah. So my number one all-time favorite resource is this book um, that I love. So I've sent it. I've sent it to um, many of my clients. Um, It doesn't matter like how many diets you've tried or what kind of diets you're in or or whatever. Um, It's called Intuitive Eating: A Revolutionary Anti-Diet Approach, and it's by. Yeah, it's by Evelyn Triboli. Um, you can get it on Amazon. Um, she's a she's a fellow dietitian, and she explains this intuition phenomenon on how to nourish your body while completely like transforming in, um, your mentality and like ditching that diet culture mentality that we were basically programmed with since yeah, we I came out of the womb. That. I right. feel like I need to read this as soon as possible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's a really easy read. I'm not even like, I cannot preach on about it enough. Like it, it, even for me, like it was mind blowing when I first read it and there's like 10 principles on like how like step by step how to ditch that diet mentality um and like it talks about like how to move your body for happiness not because you feel like you have to mm-hmm. that's, um, like, that's such a big one yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's because you it's almost like, like life-changing yeah like dread we're going out. to the gym yeah. or working out mm-hmm. like yeah it's not something that 
it almost feels is, like a punishment, right? Yeah. Like a lot of people, I've, I've seen so many fitness people say like, sweat is your body crying. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I just, uh, I know it's, it is wild. Right? I yeah. just like feel good. I think that's where I'm at in life. It's like, I just want to feel good. Yeah. Like, yeah. And if that's working out some days, or not working out for like right like I just <laughs> right so. yeah and no but it really is so powerful and it even talks about like you know identifying food as like satisfying um whether it be like healthy you know quote-unquote healthy foods like if you're looking at vegetables and even if you're looking at like a cookie or a candy if you like have a sweet tooth like it's basically saying you can eat whatever you want Um, And it teaches you though, like how to think differently. Mm -hmm. um, So you don't have that kind of guilt factor, you know, like if you eat a piece of cake or, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. So it's great. I highly suggest it. I love that. I'll have to check that out. We'll definitely link that in the show notes too. That sounds like a definite must read. Seriously, this actually (laughs) leads perfectly into our next question for you. Um, I, and I'm sure many, many others experience a lot of food guilt after eating something, you know, quote unquote, not healthy. So, um, do you have any advice on how to get rid of that guilt? Yeah, this is a super common question. I feel like I, and so many people feel, you know, guilty after eating a certain thing. Um, Let me first say that this is a prime example of diet culture. Again, like it's just wild because we're programmed to think this way. And it's just like, why? But um, anyway, so if you, if and when you feel guilty after eating something, you know, it really is, well, let me backtrack. Hear me say this first. One meal or one snack or even a day of like eating whatever you want, whether it be like higher in carbs or sugar, whatever it is, it's not going to directly impact your weight like immediately. Um, however, it may impact how you feel, right? Like you just said you felt guilty or you maybe you like physically feel bloated or sluggish or even sick because maybe you like overindulged because you don't let yourself have the carbs like all week long. Um, yeah. So this, you know, this takes time, but this is all about retraining your mindset and how you feel and how you address food. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a quick and powerful tip that I try to really brain in my clients. And when I work with them is, you know, before you reach for, you know, like that cookie or even like that apple, whatever the, whatever it is that you are, you want to eat, think of the PTP rule and it's PTP stands for pause, think and proceed. So before you reach for that cookie, for example, you have to first pause and um, take a mental pause with yourself and then think and ask yourself, will eating this be really satisfying to me or am I eating it because it's just right in front of me? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, will I feel good afterwards or will I feel guilty? You know? And so depending on how you answer those few questions, you proceed with how you answered. So if you say that cookie just looks so good and I've been craving a cookie and I will feel happy after eating it, then go for it. Like, right. And when you go for it, just be in the moment and like savor that taste and that consistency when you're eating it and just like genuinely enjoy it. 
And then when it's done, or if you like, once you feel content, again, you need to be totally in tune with yourself, just move on, like put it down or, you know, whatever it go about your day. Um, you know, and like by addressing how you feel before and how you predict you'll feel after allows you to just honor your hunger or your cravings and appreciate the satisfaction it gave you for the time being. And then you just move on like so that you kind of prepare yourself for that post snack feeling or whatever it is. And by addressing it um, early, like beforehand versus after really prevents, typically prevents the the guilt Mm -hmm. from happening. I really love that. Me I need too. I need that rule, right? In my life. <laughs> well, it's it's also a, a, has a lot to do with, you know, trusting your intuition yeah. and trusting mm-hmm. yourself too. Like Exactly. And that just builds your confidence and your relationship with food in general. Like mm-hmm. I, I love that. I seriously love that. I need to start you using that. Green in my brain. Now. <laughs> yeah, I need to start using Yeah, that. P- PTP and PP. Yeah, PTP, and it takes time. So, you know, like you're going to forget to do it initially. And so, like I keep saying, you need to train. It's all about retraining your mindset. Um, So, yeah, the more you do it, you most likely will will love it. Yeah. It will become natural. (laughs) And it's just, I mean, like we said before, we literally have to unlearn, you know, what society has taught us for so long. So of course it's going to take time, but I love, I love that. That's such a good, you know, first initial step to creating a good relationship with food in general. I really love that. Do you have any go-to snacks or meals that you want to share? (laughs) <laughs> like I feel well, like I always struggle with like what is a good <laughs> what is yeah. a snack or like what's a really good I don't know what are your favorites yeah so I love food and I <laughs> I'm like a big foodie so I can go on and on about this but I won't because <laughs> you know we only have a, you know a certain amount of time but um for my meal inspirations like I will say I don't like I love pasta but I try to really switch (laughs) it up for my family. I mean, who doesn't love pasta? But, you know, um, for meal inspiration, I love the cookbook called Healthy-ish. I feel like I've heard of this book. Yeah. So familiar to me. It's great. Um, This is another thing I like kind of gift my clients recently, but, um, and they've loved it too, because it's a really simple like it's in terms of like cooking like it's not anything so overwhelming like anyone can really do any of the recipes Mm -hmm. and I feel like even the traditional meat and potatoes guy like would love it too like they would find something in there that they love like it's not just all like tofu and vegetables you know like they try it's like literally what it's called healthy ish you know so it's yeah it feels more of like those indulgent meals as yeah like it's really like savory, you know, kind of is a twist on like between healthy and like traditional comfort meals. So I love that. Um, I need that. Yeah. So I need that. <laughs> yeah, that's something to, another book to look into. How many books are we? Up to? We're gonna, like, we're gonna, like my Amazon order all of them. Gonna, yeah, my Amazon <laughs> guy is gonna be like, okay, how many books? Well, it's it's a good Christmas gift too. Um, it's a good idea. Oh, for like a Christmas that's a, gift. That's a good idea. Definitely a good one yeah. for the holidays. There you go. Yeah. Well, Christmas. I love that. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> um, and 
for snacks, you know, I'm, I'm a big snacker too. Um, but if we're looking at like more brand type snacks, my favorites are, um, perfect bar, simple mills for like more crackers. And then for chips, I really like, um, Siete foods. I'm not sure if you guys heard of that, but yeah. I love their, um, chips and salsa yeah yeah so good okay and they have queso too this is a random thought that just popped in my head I'm like really bad at snacking at night but Mm -hmm. like I'm a big like I just want to eat food but sometimes I've heard that you just need to drink water or your body may be tired or drink a glass of water and think about it first what is your opinion on that yeah yeah no I think you you both are like you both (laughs) mentioned two great things (laughs) so that is, but that is great. Taught but- as well. You taught as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, the first thing, yeah, like I think Kelsey mentioned the water part. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, a lot of the time we don't get a lot enough water, um, and, and like people in general. So the thing is, sometimes thirst will be confused with hunger. Yeah. So if you're, um, so that's real. That's a so that's totally correct. It could be that you're just totally thirsty so you can try like chugging water um and then wait about like 20 minutes or so and if you are actually hungry um again you have to tune into yourself but if you're actually hungry then yeah go eat something yeah sometimes i'm like i just need to go to fucking bed like (laughs) (laughs) a whole glass of water wait 20 minutes feel I love that yeah but then it, but then you're also could be really tired and if yeah, yeah if you chug yeah. the water and you're tired like go to bed yeah go you're right I, love that. I need to remember all of this good thing we're recording <laughs> that. I know, right? so how can someone get connected with you for nutrition coaching or you know your dietitian um <laughs> your dietitian expertise uh, expertise yeah yeah <laughs> um, they have to be local to the greater phoenix arizona area no you do not need to be local at all i do 100 online nutrition coaching so as long as you have a phone we can work together um, i have clients from all over the country and i love it it keeps it super interesting and fun and if you want to connect with me, the easiest way to find me is on Instagram. And my handle is at chrissywilliams.rd. And we'll have that linked in the show notes as well. I'm so glad um, that you have a lot of online experience or, you know, clients that especially right now. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Yes, know, Definitely. I- Especially, I, I feel like there was a time during, you know, whenever the pandemic hit, uh, in those beginning stages, everyone went to the store and bought weights, you know, there. <laughs> okay, the I Peloton, the find Peloton. The Peloton. I have yeah. a Peloton. I ordered a Peloton. I, during I, this pandemic. I'm one of those people. <laughs> no, I'll, Kelsey, I, there's nothing wrong with that. I ordered one too. Like, <laughs> it's actually like so great. Like, I love that. Yeah. Peloton. But for a while there, I could not find any dumbbells. I remember, Either. didn't I text you when yeah. it was like, oh my God, I found two dumbbells. At Target. Target. That's so funny. Like, oh my God. They I were know. the last pair. We need to fight for ours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kelsey was like, I felt bad for taking the last one, but I had to have them. <laughs> so. I was like, no. I know these are, these are like gold right now. Yeah. You need it. Yeah. No, do you. 
you I'm being glad online. I'm glad you got them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really, right? Uh, you being online is such I feel like it's such a benefit to so many people. I'm so glad that you have that option. So we'll definitely um hopefully link you up with some people. Gosh, I feel like yeah. I, need- <laughs> I feel, I feel like, like I need more Christy in my <laughs> life. Yeah, girls. I am I'm here to support you. Um I love connecting with all women, but like I said, um, mamas are definitely like my, my niche, 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 niche. Yeah. Is that the word? Yeah. Well, I how think you can say it either way. I think people <laughs> say like tomato, niche. Or niche. <laughs> yeah. Tomato, tomato. I love it. Okay. Yeah. So for sure, I'm happy to connect and Oh, yeah. and that means Let's be friends too. Yeah, that means the world too that you, you know, advocate for those, those moms as well, because sometimes, you know, like we talked about earlier, they, we don't know how to advocate for ourselves in that moment of vulnerability, you know, so mm-hmm. having someone like you to empower them to, you know, intuitively have a good relationship with food and health and just uh, their healthy lifestyle in general is I feel like that's so awesome I'm thank you happy that you were able to come on our podcast and thank you for letting us pick your brain and answer (laughs) millions of questions about oh my gosh yeah bodies thank Um, you for having me this was so fun of course we again we'll need to schedule you for yeah. our toddler, <laughs> what toddlers should eat and how to navigate that because right. I'm going through that. So <laughs> I love it. Anytime. That would be fun. Thank you again, Chrissy. Thank you, mamas. I love Chrissy. I love she her. Is the sweetest angel ever. So sweet. I just want to talk to her every day. Isn't and I could honestly, it makes I mean, it makes sense that she's a dietitian, but she's just so loving and caring. Mm-hmm. And she's just a girl's girl. She's yeah. very passionate about, I mean, it's, isn't it so nice to talk to someone that's passionate about something that you're passionate yeah. about too? Well, and I love that she also shared why she did it and mm-hmm. her story. Mm-hmm. And cause I feel like every single person can relate to that. Mm-hmm. Everyone's done a stupid fad diet where right. they, suffered (laughs) internally on trying to, you know, just get this perfect body and it's so unattainable and and it's not something you can do the rest of your life. I loved that tip about, um, if one of her things that she says, these three, you know, questions, um, and the question was like, is it something you can do for forever? Yeah. And that is such a good question to always ask yourself because there's been so many diets I've like I said, I, it's just I've not done attainable. where it's attainable for that moment and right. might help me feel better like in, the, in those months or mm-hmm. whatever, however long. And I'm focusing on that diet. Mm-hmm. But like I said, like she said, I, I'm i not on any of those diets still. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm not doing that regimen yeah. still, you know. They're not – they're just not lifelong Because things. they're not lifestyle ones where you can – Yeah, it's not like a – it's not an attainable yeah. lifestyle. You can make lifestyle choices with your diet, but the fad diets aren't meant – fad diet. she literally said this. Fad yeah. diets are meant, meant for you to, to fail. Right, because like, they want you to keep failing. Yeah, they want, they want you, you to keep, keep buying into back. it. Right. I also love that she touched on something so – small, at least it was for me during my pregnancy or actually just during 
anytime I go to the doctor where, you know, a nurse or a doctor just blurts out your weight. And I, you know, I just love when doctors or whoever mm-hmm. nurses like ask you if you want to know, or, you know, you're at that point where you just don't tell me anymore or whatever. I just love that she brought that up because that what I have always struggled with that. Yeah. Even like going to the doctor, like I don't want to go to the doctor because mm-hmm. I don't want to get on the scale and then like blurt out a number. Yeah. yeah. But I think something I've learned through my journey of loving my postpartum body is that I'm, and I, you know, spoke about this a little bit, but I've never really been just grateful for mm-hmm. the body that I'm currently in. Yeah. I'm always wishing something different yeah. and something less or more like, yeah, less of my body. Yeah. <laughs> um, and thinking like the worst things always about my body. And, but now looking back on old pictures of myself, I would give anything to be that, to just, to, yeah. to be that skinny again. But or shake that girl and, and say, just you like, need to be grateful for right. who you are right now. You're right. beautiful. Exactly. You like, need to appreciate. Grateful and appreciative of the body that you're in currently. Because and... it's living, it's working, and it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And you... it doesn't even have to be like my body gave me my daughter, which mm-hmm. 100% like that is a whole amazing miracle yeah. that my body was able to do that. Mm-hmm. And also what she said is nourish your child as right. well. I mean, not every mom does breastfeeding, but the it's, it's, it's fucking it's, magical. It's, <laughs> it's fucking <laughs> like magical. Your, bo- your body does produce that yeah. to help like nourish your baby. Right. That's not something men can do, right. you know? So Man. they, <laughs> men, what's the point? I'm just <laughs> I will say, though, um, you know, trying to love my postpartum body was, you know, I'm still struggling with that. I'm sure a lot of people are, too. But I I talked about this in the episode where I just had to, like, look at myself hard Mm -hmm. in the mirror and just say, you need, like, what is up? You need to appreciate who this is right now because of all of those things that you said. Like, and I have heard over and over again over time if you wouldn't say it about or to no about or to your best friend yeah you shouldn't say it to yourself. yourself like imagine if we said the things that mm-hmm. we think about yeah, ourselves just, to each other like we would never we need to be say way that. kinder to ourselves and that's in general right we have a lot of i'm sure everyone goes through this but they have a lot of negative self talk mm-hmm. like there's so much negativity, yeah. at least for me, that sometimes I'll wake up and I'll look in the mirror and just so much negativity right, going and a on. Lot, right. And a lot of it is surrounded and around our bodies. Right, exactly. And it's like, why? Why am I being so negative about myself? Like, that doesn't make any sense. And, you know, these aren't things that my husband probably thinks about me right. or you, right. Whitney, my yeah. one of my best friends thinks about me. Like, right. I'm sure that it's not the perception of what really is is actually you. Yeah. Right. And that's something I think everyone probably can relate to, relate to and work work on. on. It's really hard. It's really hard. Not having negative Mm self-talk is so hard to sometimes get rid of, especially because it's kind of like a bad habit sometimes, you know, where you have to break it. You have to break it. You have to unlearn it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, We talk a lot about unlearning stuff like that. Chrissy Chrissy talked about, yeah. Yeah. In in the episode. It was just so refreshing to talk to her. Oh, it was just so nice to talk to her. Yeah. And please, if you have any questions for Chrissy Mm -hmm. or want to work with her, 
She's Please. amazing, yes. clearly. Like, you just heard all of her amazing advice and her wisdom. And we know her and personally, and she is an angel. She really is. So, Please slide in their DMs. Ask We're her leave all the for links help. below. Yeah, we'll definitely. Yeah, link her her website or her Instagram, information. Sorry, yeah. Instagram. Um, so you can get contacted with her if you do want to start that um journey, journey of. And again, you don't have to be local to Arizona yeah. or anywhere. You can be anywhere and get in contact with her. She's a great person to know in general. She really is. Um. But we hope that this episode inspired you a little mm-hmm. bit, maybe made you feel a little bit better today. I think you should go treat yourself, though. Yes. Just go in the mirror and tell yourself that you love her. And yeah. she's amazing. Oh, that was sweet. <laughs> <laughs> tell her that you love her and that she's beautiful. She, she is. is. She is. That she's girl. so beautiful. We love her. She's so amazing. She's beautiful. But she's thank- got it going on. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. We will see you next week, per usual, on a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. With margaritas in hand and no filters on our mouths. We'll be here. Enjoy the rest of your Thanksgiving week. We cheers to you, and we are so So thankful thankful for you. So thankful. Bye. Bye.